0: Right. How would you define a maverick, Dave?
1: Oh, a maverick. That's a good question. In what context?
0: Remember, the pro- project is about business mavericks.
1: Business mavericks. So if I was specific and a business maverick, I would say it's um, they are people who deliberately seek to push the boundaries of how business is currently done and change the rules or the context in which it is done or how it's done, okay. or change the model by which it's done. Okay. And I would say, by their nature, they would tend to be people who were driven by vision and passion or people who had spotted something they thought no one else had spotted.
0: Thank you. Why do you think you're a maverick?
1: Well, I didn't know us. I was. I would say it's funny I wouldn't describe myself as a maverick okay I' would describe myself as someone who loves working with uh a loves working on haven't been done before and two working with people who love to break the rules and try new things okay, and I would say that. My own contribution to that has been to uh, two things. What I would say fundamentally has been to create what is, which is a vehicle for doing that on a continuous and replicable basis.
0: Okay. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements. You just need to say true, false, can't decide. People tell me that I'm a maverick. Uh, true. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected.
1: Oh, sometimes.
0: I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I'm much more productive than other people.
1: Uh, some of the time. Okay. Well, I would say... That's, I would say yes and no. So at times yes, at times quite the opposite, no.
0: Okay. I have very unusual talents.
1: Uh, in some areas, yes. Okay.
0: I'm generally underestimated by people.
1: Um, Don't know. Okay.
0: I do things differently and better than most people when I work.
1: Again... In very specific areas, yes. In others, not at all.
0: Okay. Why do you do things differently, Dave?
1: I enjoy. It. Okay. No, I would say my when I look at the world, I I think of it as a map, and what I think as a result is my favourite form of communication in the world is a map. I was a geographer by training. Right. And, and what that, if you think about a map, it presents more information in a. Um, sing, you know, in a single view than virtually any other way of communicating. Okay. So, do you get what I mean by yeah, that? yeah, yeah, Point, dis- distance, relationships between things? How you know, and that's how I think. And I would say I'm not that logical, although I recognize logic. What I am is I'm a math thinker, okay. And as an adult, think I spot or make connections that others don't sometimes.
0: Thank you. Does doing things requ- differently require certain skills, and if so, what are they?
1: I would say my I would say it requires an attitude above skills.
0: Yeah, that's that's come out. Yeah.
1: So there's a great quote which is so you could it, the quote is creative people always take two steps into the darkness, and it's the always not the two steps that's important. Yes. That what, makes sense.
0: It makes complete sense to me. There's a reason I'm doing this project. <laughs> what are the challenges to being a maverick? What
1: are the challenges to being a maverick? Um, the status quo. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so I would say, in general, it's. I would say, number one is it's inertia, i.e., this is the way the world has been set up and how we do things, and yeah. this is how it happens. That's number one. Number two is plans. So you've got a big company who said, oh, we spent the last 12 months coming up with our strategic plan and we're not going to deviate from that, mm. even though there might be something over there that makes it, yeah, you know, better. Yeah. And number three is in business in general, in corporate shareholder-driven businesses, you're rewarded for known performance, yes. not unknown opportunity.
0: Definitely. What aspects of your character influence your Maverick approach? A love of maps. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I would say curiosity, Mm -hmm. wondering about things. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say about the absolute joy of seeing something new happen as a result of the work you've done with a team of people. I would say the buzz of working with people, I think the buzz of working on something new and the sort of entrepreneurial and the achievement you feel when you get that and the excitement you feel doing that is different from normal day-to-day work, so there's that and also the fact that if you get it right, the rewards can be disproportionately large
0: Thank you Do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick? Oh,
1: good question um, definitely, so I would say I had a secure childhood, right, so two very so my parents are still together, they've been married for fifty years, children domain classic, whatever, and as a result, I would say I felt very secure
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: does that hmm
0: sense yeah,
1: it does that I felt able to go off and try things out that if that makes sense, yeah, it does. I would say. Also, it was in my my mum would always tell you. I always walked about ten feet, twenty feet ahead of them. I never walked with them, okay. and I would I, I like. I like going out and scouting and finding new things on my own. Okay, so Ma- that sorry. That was anything else. Yeah, that. Yeah, and it sounds ironic, but yeah, no. That's it, that, that, okay. that's, that's two,
0: two things. <coughs> Mavericks often have unusual talents. Would, what would you say yours are?
1: I would say map thinking. Yeah, that's the thing I would yeah, talking yeah. to I would say um, I love, I say I'm good at getting people to try things out. Okay. And I would say I am very comfortable not knowing the answer.
0: Okay. How do you see rules?
1: Just for what they are. The rules of the world as it is today. Okay. And they're they are they're not... It's a little bit like saying, you know, you see a tree because it's there, but it doesn't mean it can't be wood or you can't chop it down or you yeah. can't do something with They're just... They're one set of guidelines in the rule the world, which is useful to know. Yeah. You know, useful to know, but they don't necessarily means to be. If that makes sense. Yeah, it
0: does make sense. Have you always taken this maverick approach, or was there a particular trigger?
1: Oh, that's a good question. For me, there was um, the moment I remember. So I was involved in a project when I was at university, where we took over the rank. Week and it had been lose. It had been success for three years, and we sat down and we. There were a group of just there were about three of us, and um, we said, "Well, if it's been declining for three years, we've got to bloody well do something different." And mm. we were in that lucky position of like it couldn't get much worse, right. yeah. So we just tried innumerable new things, you know, and essentially we took all the rules they've got and said. What if we were to break them? So the way they advertised things with a post-up, which they gave stuck under your door. And instead, we produced 10,000 booklets, had the team stand on the gate of every single gate of the university and hand out this booklet and get people excited about what was going to happen. You know, and we did that probably on 150 different things. Right. And it was, put it this way, it would transform the rag-, rag week. We made 10 times what they'd made previously. And it got bigger and bigger every year after that. And I remember thinking at the end of it, number one is how relatively easy it had been. Right. Number two, how much fun it had been. And number three, we'd got a really good result. So I was sort of like, bloody hell, well, it's worth, do you know what I mean? It was yeah, yeah, definitely. It that, Definitely you know, it could pay to do things differently.
0: Are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? The latter. Okay. And is this choice a conscious or unconscious decision, and why?
1: Both. Okay. So I think where I'm just drawn to do it and can't help myself, Yeah. sometimes where I'm very conscious and go, do you know what, we can't do it this way, we've got to try something different. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, there's too many other things going on, just carry on, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's like choosing those moments, not trying to do it all. I think if you do it all the time, you go crazy.
0: What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business?
1: Oh, that's good. Well, it depends what business. I mean, because I run my own business, it's. So, okay.
0: So, this Um, is in in terms of your business.
1: Say this, which is. um, I think the advantage. The advantage for me is that I've got to do business my way. Excellent. Did you yeah. Do you mean? Yeah. My own business. It's my own culture. I'm in control of my own destiny, which I love. I think the disadvantage, and this is what we're struggling with as an organisation, is running a business the way I do things isn't necessarily the best way to grow a business. Okay. Yeah? So what we've done is we've brought into our business, so I would say now I'm much more appreciative of the skills of people who, for example, are brilliant operators or great strategists or Definitely. all of those sorts of things. And what I would say is they're far better, much, much better than me at certain things and great good on them. Mm. You know, so it's sort of, I think I was very good for the start of my business. I'm not necessarily good for the ongoing growth of it. In all areas. In certain areas, I'm still perfect because we're doing new stuff. In certain areas where we're trying to get better at what we do and grow it and spread it across the world, then actually there are people who are far better than me at that. Okay.
0: Are there situations where being a maverick is positively harmful?
1: Yes. Okay. I would say... uh, um, I would say in... Um... Situations where you think it's really important to stabilise, get everybody on the same page, follow a certain course, be consistent, then a maverick isn't very, very useful. Okay. You know, go on.
0: Has age and experience altered your maverick approach?
1: Yes. How? Um, I would say I am... More, so this is both... Positive and a negative. I'm much more, I think, in my youth, I was just driven by naive optimism, enthusiasm, belief, mm-hmm. and trying things out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Out, which, which was advantageous because I didn't know all the problems I was you know, going to face and just got on with it anyway. Right. Whereas now I think I've got far more knowledge, which makes me actually less of a maverick. Um, But actually, when I am now, I'm almost more effective, if that makes sense. It
0: does, actually. Some of the things you're saying are themes that have emerged and some of the things are interesting, new perspectives. What aspects of your life are you most maverick in? Oh,
1: um, my skiing.
0: Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, I would say... I'd say trying new things in business okay. is the, the area that I've been most maverick. I would say in um, the travel experience I've had with my son and my wife.
0: Okay. And um, what aspects of your life are you least maverick in?
1: Oh, that's good. Um, I would say we have a... I would say commuting to... you know. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a good question. I would say my family life.
0: Okay. Is
1: pretty, yeah. It's sort of healthy balance. Yeah, so yeah. If that makes sense. Yes, it um, does. Um, what else is my least yet? I would just say day-to-day, lots of day-to-day life.
0: Okay, okay. And how do you balance being a maverick with home life then?
1: I find that very easy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just very honest. We have a very honest relationship with my wife about and live and and um, it's not perfect by any means, Mm -hmm. but we're just very very straight about it. Okay. And and it makes it very easy. And she she met me when I was doing this, so it's like it's never been any different for her. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Is being a maverick—is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Well,
1: that's good. Probably, probably yes, but consciously not yet. I would say I'm thinking about that more now. Okay. So, so what I mean by that is, if I look at the next ten years of my life, I'm thinking much more about the legacy I want to leave. Up until now, I have thought about that very little.
0: Okay, thank you for your honesty. How much, if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back?
1: Quite a lot. So I would say if I look at two things, the business, we got voted the best place to work in the UK twice in a row. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations
1: and and i would say so one creating a place where people walk in the door and can feel themselves and really love being here that's mm-hmm. one sort of giving back and that's yeah. incredibly important to me yes. But also very valuable because by doing that i think i attract great talent secondly is we've got a foundation as a business and we invest a, you know a, a significant proportion of our resources into that foundation so that's that's important. Mm-hmm. And then, thirdly, if I, you talk about the future and legacy, if I look at the next 10 years of my life, if I was saying, what am I getting, you know, other than loving what I do, what am I generating the money for? It's because I want to do something spectacular in the future, which is about giving back, but not in a normal way. Thank you. So it's driving that for me. Right.
0: How do your ethics and values then impact on being a maverick, do you think?
1: I just think... That's like saying how do they impact on your relationship with friends. Okay. They're just part of of the framework for the way you make decisions and how you are.
0: Okay. Mavericks tend to be risk-takers. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date, Dave?
1: Well... You know what? It's really interesting. See that my hypothesis is that um, none of the things I've done have felt like big risks. Okay. So that's the point for me. Yeah. For me for me it doesn't feel you go uh, I think that does so have I been in risky situations? Yes. If you talk to my new global CEO, she will go, you just have a different appetite to than anybody I know. But for me, ironically, it doesn't feel like a risk. Yeah. And that
0: is a commonality I'm finding so far. How many ventures have you taken um, in the past five years?
1: What, new ventures? Yeah.
0: At
1: least 10. 10.
0: Okay. And what would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture?
1: Brilliant leader. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, an opportunity, uh, um, a market, an opportunity that's in growth and development. So mm-hmm. you're not fighting to do you know what I mean. There's mm-hmm. already a wave that you're sort of part of. Yeah. Um, rather than trying to create something completely out of the new, uh, some, um, a very a quick way of starting to get some money, like mm-hmm. immediate, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. not whatever. And, um and something that immediately catches people's attention in a sort of provocative and positive way.
0: Okay. Of the ventures, what percentage were successful according to your definition you've just given me?
1: Um a third?
0: Okay. And what did you do that made the venture successful?
1: Um, Help, help get the idea and the people to to a place that they could sort of really start to work. And also, um, I would say, uh, second, I think this is another thing I didn't mention, but I think is relevant, which is just pure stubbornness. Keep trying, give it a go. (laughs) You know. If they don't work, do the next one. And okay. Keep going, and one day there'll be, you know, something or something will work out, sort of thing. Okay.
0: Of the percentage that were unsuccessful, the two thirds that were unsuccessful, what would you consider was the main reason for failure?
1: One of the factors that we talked about, you know, one or more of.
0: Okay. As a maverick, what are you afraid of?
1: I don't know. Not a lot, really.
0: Okay. How important is team to you? You've touched Very. on the different types of people.
1: Very. Okay.
0: Do you draw on other mavericks in any way?
1: Uh, in that I would say there are a group of them in the business I work with, yes. Okay. And I would say I seek out, you, you, I suppose ultimately I invest in people who I believe in and who have some of those I would I would probably describe them as mavericks so the word you know if you substitute the word entrepreneurs for mavericks then that's
0: of yeah how and where do you get your permission to be a maverick uh,
1: the question doesn't make sense conceptually there isn't anything about permission
0: okay um, this is these. Some of these questions have come out from responses of other people because I use grounded oh, look, theory.
1: Yeah. So what I'm not seeking. There is no permission. So I'd say the only person is me.
0: Thank you. Okay. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership?
1: Yes, but I think it has. Uh, um, but I would say I am. I'm relearning what that means. Okay. So i would say when there was small businesses and I was leading them myself, that was great. But as a business grows to a much bigger scale, learning what role you then play is very, very different. Okay. Does that make sense? As yes, well, it, yeah. I'm no, 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 it
0: makes sense. Is being a maverick related to creativity? And if so, how? Um,
1: in that you spot connections that other People don't, yes, but it's not the only characteristic.
0: Okay, and what about innovation? How is being Maverick related to
1: innovation? In, in, well, I think if, if you find Mavericks as people who see the world differently and do, do something about it, and I would say that that will be to a reasonable definition of innovation. Thank
0: you very much. Who is someone in your life that makes all the difference? My wife. Okay. What do you have to suffer, if anything, because you're a maverick?
1: I think um, sometimes you can be frustrated because people don't see the something that appears obvious and clear to you isn't to other people. And I think sometimes... I'm unable to explain what I mean as a result, so I feel frustrated that I can't communicate what I want to change or do. Um, what else? Ask the question again.
0: The question again was: What do you have to suffer because you're a maverick?
1: I think. I think there are times when. I think we've got the uh, we've got the idea, and we'll come up with a big new thought. And I, I, it's the it's the pain and the commitment and the energy of how much time, energy, and effort it takes to new thing. Okay. That it would be like, does that make sense?
0: Yes, it it's, does.
1: It's pain of the you know, actually delivering and executing.
0: Okay. What motivates you as a maverick?
1: Um. Interest in just seeing new things in the world and making them happen. Okay. And uh, the fact that I could be connected to or working with brutal people.
0: Okay. Do you like being a maverick?
1: Obviously, yeah.
0: Okay. Is being a maverick important and why?
1: I would say, to me, it, it's... So, going back to the thing, I don't consider myself a compared to lots of people got people more maverick than me but I would say the fact that I feel like part to some degree is really important to me
0: Okay, well on a scale of 1 to 10 how maverick do you think you are?
1: Uh, 5
0: What advice would you give to someone who actually feels they're a maverick that, um, to ensure that they bring out the, to be as good a maverick as they possibly could be?
1: Um experiment. Okay. Just try things out. Try try things out and learn.
0: Okay, final question. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you, Dave? Um Don't know. Off the top
1: of my head.
0: Thank you for letting me interview you.